everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 129, Strong, Simple, and Complete Flow. It's basically no-nonsense vinyasa flow. It's a long live class where we do a bit of everything. So you can use a block, brick, bolster, and blanket if you want, though it's not required. And just get ready to do arm balances, inversions, and everything else you can think of. Enjoy it. Well, hello, everybody. My name's Adam. Welcome. We'll start either seated or child's pose. Whatever will be most comfortable for a minute or two while we check in. So seated or child's pose. Whatever is most comfortable whilst we check in. If it's child's pose, make sure it's mellow so elbows drop because we're not trying to stretch or reach. If you're seated, do make sure you're comfortable. You do have blocks and bricks you can use. And then checking in simply means we take a few slower breaths. Then you ask yourself how you feel. First, physically. And then emotionally. And any other thing that you want to check in with in your own experience and existence that is meaningful to you, check in with that. Affirm why you practice, so say it to yourself quietly, silently, or see the visual, feel the feeling. And then just a last breath or two into that affirmation of why you practice. Okay, then let's begin seated cross-legged with the right shin in front. So it's Sukhasana. Do feel free to sit on the purple block, especially since it's the beginning of class. It might be helpful. So seated cross-legged, feet as wide as your kneecaps. So feet wiggle out to the side, shins move a little forward. Firstly, hands by your side, either fingertips or palms. Use the arms to help prop yourself up so you sit tall. And that height goes all the way through the top of your head without chin poking out. And just breathe and feel the length upwards. Okay. Then fold forward about halfway, but make some sort of contact with your arms and your legs. So fold forward about halfway. So you have to wiggle your arms a little bit back so you make contact. That's fine. Press the knees or some part of the leg up into the arms or in that direction as you push the outer edges of your feet into the floor, which may result in your knees lifting a little bit. If your arms are nowhere near your legs, you can just place your hands on your legs and just push a little bit up. So we're pushing up into arm or hand. Then, same thing, but opposite muscular action, Push the knees and thighs into the floor. And then you can walk the arms a little bit further forward. So you go into your fold, but you keep the legs active. So the thighs are pushing out. And we go into this activity just so we have something to pay attention to. 
So notice the sensation in hip and spine and in breath and stay with it another moment or two. Okay, and then come all the way back up to vertical. Stay with the same leg in front. Cross the right arm on top of the left for eagle arms. So elbows stack, right arm on top of left. Forearms come together, maybe hands. Get the elbows to the height of the shoulders and push the forearms a little bit forward and create a squeeze of arms together. Make sure you can breathe that it's not too rigid, but we keep the arms in place. Then bring your attention to the space between your shoulder blades. Pay attention there. Try to squeeze shoulder blades together, but arms don't move. Just try to squeeze shoulder blades together, but arms don't move. Keep your awareness there. Do the opposite. Try to broaden shoulder blades, but arms don't really move. They might inch a tiny bit forward just through the action. Okay. And then hands by your side. Just sit tall for a moment. Change the cross. So it's left shin in front. Make sure it's true sukhasana, so feet are as wide as the kneecaps. Shins are parallel. Sit tall. We're going to emphasize height and length. Then fold forward about halfway, 45 degrees. Either your arms are going to be touching your legs or that's not working out. You just place your hands on your thighs somewhere. So you're about halfway into your fold. Put your legs up into hands or thighs. So there's a little contraction up, feeling like you're coming a tiny bit out of it, which is fine. We're just building a little strength. You might also push into the outer edge of your feet. Stay with that action one more. Then same shape, opposite action. Push the thighs just with their own power towards the floor. You can walk a little bit further forward into the fold. We keep the legs, hips active into it. So thighs, knees are actively rolling in the direction of the floor, and you pay attention while you try to round over it. Let's take another breath or two. Okay, and then come all the way back up. Same leg in front. Left arm on top, eagle arms. Elbows stack, forearms together, maybe hands. Elbows to the height of the shoulders, forearms press a little forward. Create a little squeeze. And then as you do this, try to create the action of pulling the shoulder blades together. They probably won't move, but that's fine. We're just creating a muscular action. Arms keep everything locked in place, but shoulder blades try to squeeze together. Same shape, different muscular action. Try to broaden the shoulder blades. Broaden the shoulder blades. Last little bit. And then just hands by your side, sit tall. Have a breath in and out. Then at your own pace, make your way into down dog. If you want to have a little pit stop and cat cow or some wrist stretches, do so. But within the next minute, minute and a half, let's all be in downward facing dog. So I'm going to give you lots of ideas and options, but I want you to be in charge of your practice because it's really about you and why you're here and me giving some thoughts and ideas. And if you're still in cat-cow or wrist stretching, just start working into down dog. If you're in down dog, you can be totally still or you can move a little bit around, but make sure it's mindful. Like you, you choose to have that wiggle to feel something or to work something out. 
Then come into something that feels relatively stable. If it's not down dog just yet, it can be all fours. Raise the right leg up into the air. Bend that leg and just draw a circle with your kneecap so the thigh spins around in the hip socket. And then reverse the direction. Just get some movement going. Reach the leg way up into the air. Step the right foot outside the right hand and drop the back knee. So you're in a really wide lunge with the back knee down. Both hands on the ground and the right arm inside the bent right leg. Squeeze the bent right leg into the right arm. Emphasize length through lower back, through mid-back, through upper back, but that doesn't include poking your chin out. Keep squeezing the bent right leg into the right arm. Then, same shape, different action. Just move your right arm outside the right leg so you hook your right elbow around the right outer knee. Push the leg out into the arm, and the arm provides resistance. It can be quite strong. Then again, find length through your lower back, mid-back, and upper back. Good. And then from here, bring the hand down, walk it back to plank pose. Plank can take many forms. It can just be plain old plank, or knees can be down, or it can be forearm plank, but it's plank. In your plank, make sure there is length and power through the legs. A little lift through belly center. And then a broadening of shoulder blade that allows you to push through the arms. So everything is really alert. Good. Drop your knees, roll forward all the way flat to your belly. Then reach the arms straight back. Lift the upper body up and then maybe the lower body up. Everything comes up. Keep the chin a little bit tucked in so we can have length through the back of the neck. Shoulder blades pull away from the ears so we can even increase that length of the back of the neck. And then make sure if legs are lifted, they're not bending. And if legs aren't lifting, they can push into the floor. Come all the way back down, move back through all fours, and then into downward facing dog. Again, this is the time where we like to wiggle and do things. Just make sure it's not a neurotic tick or a habit that you're trying to sort something out trying to feel into your leg or your calf or your hip, or you're trying to work out some nervous energy on purpose. And then come into something that feels relatively still and stable. Raise the left leg up into the air. Bend the leg and then draw circles with your kneecap. They can be big or small, but try to keep everything else pretty stable. Reverse the direction. Then reach the leg up into the air. Create a lot of height. Step the left foot outside the left hand. Drop the back knee. Both hands on the ground inside the left leg. Squeeze the bent left leg into the left arm whilst you lengthen through low back, mid back, and upper back. So the whole spine. Everything's alert. Left leg really strongly squeezing in to the point it might shake a little bit, and that's okay. One more breath. Then same shape, but the left elbow around the left outer knee. Push the leg actively out into the arm. The arm provides resistance. And then we don't get sloppy through the spine, so there's some length from low, mid, and upper back. Last breath or so. And then step back to plank. Plank can take many forms, so choose one that works for you in this moment. It might be different in a later moment of class. Arms push, shoulders broaden. 
Belly is alert no matter if you have knees on the ground or not. Belly is alert. Legs are super strong. So everything's charged. Length and power through the whole body. Drop your knees. Roll forward to the floor. Reach the arms straight back. Lift up locust. As you lift up locust, you can choose to have the legs up or not. But start checking with yourself. Is my back bend coming from just thrusting my chin forward? Or am I have length through the back of my head and neck? Does the lift of my leg come from bending my legs or actually lifting my whole leg? Come all the way back down and then move through all fours and into downward facing dog. We're going to do a lot of everything tonight, but we're going to try to keep it pretty simple in terms of our alignment because we've been working on a lot of detailed, complicated stuff over the months. So just a very simple goal, lengthen your spine. And we can do that from two directions. Direction one, hips moving up and back. Find that. Direction two, arms pushing forward and down. But in the middle of that is some structure and stability. You might find from broadening of shoulder blade and deepening of hip crease. Walk yourself forward, standing forward, fold. Okay. Take a few breaths to shake it out. You can massage the back of your head if you want. You can breathe out through your mouth, part your teeth. Just feel a relationship with gravity and your body. And remember that when we get into our rhythm, that we're not going to go too fast. We're not going to go too slow. And we're going to try to do everything paying attention. Slow-mo, roll yourself up to stand. Stand near the top of your mat, palms open, ready to begin, ready to breathe, ready to move. All together, inhale, arms forward and up, reach up, exhale, fold down. Come up halfway, hands on shins is quite nice, so mid-back can lengthen. Fold and round. Inhale, rise all the way up. Reach through the ceiling as you press through the floor. Then hands come down. Just hands, just hands. Inhale, arms go up. I will tell you exactly what to do. Fold all the way down. We're doing one more half. Paying attention. Come up halfway. Find that length mid-back. Fold and round. Inhale, rise all the way up. Reach through the ceiling as heels press the floor. Then hands alone come down by your side. Good. We add to it. Inhale, arms go up. Fold. Halfway up. Hands down, right leg back, runner's lunge. Hands stay down. Send the chest forward and then step to plank pose. Inhabit the whole plank. Drop your knees, half tricep press, half chaturanga to the floor. From the floor, cobra pose, press hands and feet, lift chest. Up and back, downward facing dog. In your down dog, lengthen from two ends. Slowly inhale the right leg up into the air, creating a long line. Exhale, step through to your runner's lunge. 
Send the chest forward as legs are strong. And then step forward, forward fold. Inhale, you're halfway up, creating that mid-back space. Fold and round. All the way up and inhale, reaching. Then hands come down. Good. We'll add to it. Inhale, arms go up. Fold. Halfway up. Hands down, left leg back into your lunge. Stay or reach the arms back, palms face the ground. You stay low. Hands down, step to plank pose. Inhabit that plank. Drop your knees, half chaturanga, tricep press to the ground. From the ground, inhale into cobra, not too high. Shoulders back. And then downward facing dog. Inhale, lengthen the left leg up. Exhale, step through. Stay or reach the arms back. Palms face the ground. Strong legs. Hands down and step forwards. Halfway up and inhale. Fold. All the way up. Mild back bend. Hands come down. Adding on. Inhale, arms go up. Fold. Halfway up. Hands on or off the ground. Step back into the lunge. Right leg back. Reach the arms back or touch the ground. Hands down. Step to plank. Strong plank. Knees up or down, chaturanga tricep press. Halfway down into up dog, all the way down into cobra. Downward facing dog. Good. Inhale, the right leg up. Take your time with it. Exhale, step through into the lunge. Stay or reach the arms back. Hands on or off the floor, step forward into a forward fold. Halfway up, inhale. Remember that mid-back, upper back. Fold. All the way up, mild back bend, strong line. Hands release. Last one. Inhale, arms go up. Stay focused. Fold. Halfway up. Hands on or off the ground. Left leg back into your lunge. Stay with hands down or reach back. Inhale. Plank pose. Exhale. Take a breath and plank. Knees up or down. Chaturanga or rolling. Into up dog, cobra or locust. Downward facing dog. Emphasizing length. Inhale, the left leg high up. Take your time. Exhale, step through to the lunge. Reach the arms back, palms face the ground. Hands on or off the ground, step forward into your forward fold, and hands come down. Halfway up, 
Low back, mid back, upper back. Fold. All the way up into your back bend. Hands come down. Normal sun salute. Inhale, arms rise. (coughs) Fold. Halfway up, lengthen the whole spine. Hop or step back, plank chaturanga. A back bend as you inhale. And then we stay in downward facing dog. And let's use a little technique to find that length. So in your down dog, bend your knees enough to get your belly moving in the direction of your thighs. Keep breathing. Raise your heel bones high and straighten your legs with heel bones high. Keep that height of hips. Lengthen the heel bones backward and down. Keep the length of arm and chest, but broaden shoulders and push into hand. So everything's strong. Good. Bend the knees, look where you're going. Hop or step with exhale. Halfway up and inhale. Fold. All the way up. Enjoy the back bend. Hands come down. Feet are parallel, probably a little bit of gap. Inhale, bend the knees, butt back, arms up. It's chair pose. Lower back, long. Exhale, stand. Squeeze through back of thigh. Inhale, sit back into chair, maybe a little bit deeper. Lift the upper chest. Exhale, stand strong. I'm going to do three more. Inhale, sit back as you lengthen spine with arm. Exhale, stand strong through leg. Last couple. Inhale, sit back. Exhale, stand. Last one. Sit the butt straight back. Different. Exhale, fold, straighten the legs. Halfway up and inhale. Hop or step, plank chaturanga. A back bend, up dog, cobra, or locust. Try to bury them. Then downward facing dog. So things will get a little bit more heated here. Just pay attention, move with the breath. Don't rush. Inhale, the right leg slowly up. Exhale, the knee into center. Everything compresses into center. Inhale, the leg all the way up. Everything lengthens. Exhale, just the knee in towards center. Inhale, the leg up. Everything lengthens. Exhale, the knee in. Then it's different. Inhale, the leg up. Make space. Raise the bottom heel. Exhale, step through to high lunge, hands on hips. And then, because we're sensible, we take a few breaths to sort out stance. If you want to drop the back knee, you drop the back knee. If you want to shorten the stance or lengthen it, you do. Both legs active. They are squeezing into center. Hook your thumbs, reach straight up, as if you could pull your torso out of your waist. Lengthen up and then up and back into some amount of curve as legs are active. Good. One more. Then bring the hands down, step back, just to downward facing dog, just down dog. As you exhale, 
step or hop through to seated and then swing the legs forward. So you have bent legs in front of you and you hold the back of your thighs. Sit tall, breathe in. As you exhale, tip back into boat pose. You can continue to hold the legs or not hold them and they can be bent or straight. Lift from the lower back, the mid back, the upper back. Have another moment. Good. And then keep this sensible for now. Bring your elbows to the floor. Bring your lower back to the floor. Hover your legs off the floor. If it's too much, it can be one leg at a time. Stay or elbows are not on the ground. Another breath. Toes are spread. Spine is rounded. If you're alternating legs, alternate legs. Good. Bring your hands to the floor. Come back up to boat and then have hands on the floor or not. Spread the toes, lift through low back, mid back, upper back. One more breath. Then cross the legs, bring the legs underneath you. Step or hop back, down dog or chaturanga. Next time we do that progression, you know you can have hands on the ground or not, you can hold or not, you can alternate feet or not. But I won't say all those things necessarily. All right, come back into just clear down dog, emphasizing length and stability in shoulder and deepening of hip crease. Not rushing. Inhale the left leg up into the air. Exhale the knee into the chest, just rounding into center, shortening. Inhale the leg up, lengthening. Exhale knee in, shortening. Inhale leg up. Exhale, knee in. Now it becomes different. Inhale the leg all the way up. Lift the bottom heel. Make space. Step through to high lunge, hands on hips. Then take a few breaths. Adjust your stance. You don't want to feel like you're on a tight rope. You want to challenge yourself sufficiently. Then legs are really active. So one's bent, one's straight, and they're doing that, and they're squeezing in the center. Hook your thumbs, and then hook them the other way. And then reach up. Vertical first. Pull yourself out of your waistband. And then once you've pulled yourself out of your waistband, create a little bit of curve up and back. Just lift from lower belly a little bit. Yeah, good. Last moment, finding your personal curve here. Then come down, downward facing dog. Okay. So we're going to go through the same progression, but it could get fiery if you want it to be. Take a breath. Exhale, hop or step through to seated or straight into boat pose. Legs can be bent or not. Hold or not. Spread toes. Lift from low back, mid back, upper back. Even though it's hard, find your breath and something to look at. With elbows on the ground or not, come to low boat. Lower back is on the ground. Legs are hovering. Spine is rounded. Spread the toes. Curve the spine. If you're alternating feet, alternate. With hands on the ground or not, back up to boat. Spread the toes, lift through low back, mid back, upper back. Good. And then cross the legs, hop or step back. And then just have a few breaths to check in. Can you look at a still point? Can you observe the sensation in your body as I challenge you with some heat building stuff? Good. Step or hop all the way forward standing, forward fold. Halfway up and inhale. 
fold. All the way up, take your time. Then hands come down. Good, step the feet a little wider than hips and turn the feet a little bit out. We're gonna do some squatting up and down. If you wanna make the feet wider or narrower or turn in or out, you do so. Your first one isn't your biggest one. Inhale, butt back, arms forward or forward and up. You're squatting. Keep the lower back in its arch. Exhale, stand strong, squeezing through back of thigh. Inhale, sit to whatever depth you can sustain with heels on the floor. Exhale, stand. Remember I said you can change the feet if it helps. Inhale, sit back. Challenge your depth for you. Exhale, stand. Inhale, sit back. Exhale, stand. Last one. Inhale, sit back. This will be different. This time, just bring the hands down flat in front of you. Spine will round. Take a breath. And then hop or step, chaturanga or down dog. So that'll get more exciting next time. I'm back to basics. You're lengthening your spine, you're breathing, you're paying attention. Basic yoga. Not easy, but basic. Raise the right leg up into the air. Keep the rest of the body pretty still as you bend that top leg and then roll that top thigh and hip open to the right. As left leg stays solid, left arm stays solid. Be with that breath, be with that shape, trying to lengthen from right hand to right knee so that right heel can push a little bit back. Good. Step through to warrior two. Take a few breaths to sort that out. Front knee bent, back leg long, arms open, big T-shape. Make it longer or shorter as suits you. Drop the hips to a point that suits you. But however much the hips drop, find length up through Low back, mid back, upper back, all the way through the back of the neck. Like your head's really buoyant and floating upwards. Look past your fingertips, hear the sound of your breath. Just try to pay attention to one spot. Good. And then from here, come down forearm to thigh side angle or hand to brick or floor side angle, top arm up and over. Legs are solid and squeezing into center, especially the front leg digs into the hip socket. And then you can rebound against that. The spine can lengthen forward. The top arm can reach, and fo- can reach forward. Good. Then top hand goes to hip. Bottom hand goes ahead and to the right, setting up for half moon on floor or brick or nothing. Float into half moon, floor or brick or nothing. Take a few breaths to sort it out. You can stay floating or you can rest the hand once you're up. Once you are balanced, if you are balanced, spin the chest and rib cage open, reach the top arm up. If you're not balanced, keep a hand down. Reach through the back leg. Reach through the top arm. Hug the right thigh back. One more breath. Bring the hand down. Float the leg back into runner's lunge. Soft landing. Stay in your runner's lunge. Hands on the ground. Lengthen the torso forward against the right thigh pulling back. So it's a good pose, so be with it. Then from here, 
Inhale the right arm up into a twist. As you twist, make sure the hips aren't sagging. They're a little buoyant to help you find length and power. Right thigh hugs back and in. And then away from that, you can spin. Good. Watch the bottom shoulder doesn't collapse forward towards the bent leg. Pull that back. Back, yes. And then bring the hand down. Step to plank pose or all fours. Plank or all fours. From this position... Side plank on the left side. Left hand, left foot, left hand, or left knee. Left forearm can also join the party. Push the floor away. Lift the upper side, scrunch the bottom side. Maybe reach the top arm up and over. Maybe lift the top leg if that helps you find a reasonable challenge. Take one more breath. Then down dog or chaturanga or one-legged chaturanga, and we'll meet back. So if you're getting fatigued, remember you have many options. You can definitely take a step back. Okay. From here, raise the left leg up into the air. Bend the leg and turn the hip open. Try to create length from left hand to left knee, even if you have to push that heel a little bit back into space. Good. Step through to warrior two. Take a few breaths to sort it out. All right, so you'll probably want that back foot a little bit away from the front foot so it's not heel to arch. You have a little bit of space so the hips can do their thing. If hips are dropping... Spine is lengthening up all the way through top of head. It's your buoyant lift. And then you look at a still point, you focus yourself, and you breathe. Make sure teeth are parted and that any sort of core strength action is not super rigid or killer. You can do it. Good. Come down side angle, either forearm to thigh or hand to brick or floor. Top arm up and over. Left thigh pulls back and under. So you have something to rebound against to lengthen the spine. Top arm reaches. Good. Stay with it. Then don't rush it. Top hand to hip. Bottom hand ahead and to the left. Floor brick or nothing. Take your time. Move into half moon. If hand is floating, it can stay floating or land. Once you are up, if you are balanced today... Chest and rib cage spins open, top arm reaches up. And then that top leg is lifting up. Watch the top leg doesn't drift too far behind you. So John, leg a little bit to the right, yes. Last little bit of time, finding that length through all your limbs. And then bring the right hand down, step back softly to runner's lunge. I love runner's lunge, so I want you to love it by pulling the left side back, lengthening through all your spine. Then, once you have that set, twist, left arm up, left arm up. Make sure hips remain a little bit buoyant, left thigh pulls back and in, and you can sort of spin around your center line. Good. Then bring the hand down, step back to plank or all fours. Remember, there's loads of choices here. Side plank on the right side. It can include a knee or not, it can include a forearm or not, it can include a leg lift or not. But push the floor away, maybe 
find a little bit more height on the top side, a little bit more scrunch on the bottom. Spin the top hip a little bit towards her. Yes, which is going to be harder for you because you want to do the back bend. Good. And then come down, down dog or chaturanga or one-legged chaturanga. Then everyone, child's pose or seated rest, because I think it's warranted. If child's pose is not comfortable, be real with yourself and come into a more comfortable shape. So when we push ourselves a little bit, we also want to learn to step back and recover. So we'll just employ simple tactic. Make sure you have a little forehead pressure, a slow breath, and to help you slow it, think wide, wide into lung, wide into rib cage. And I'll be quiet for a little bit of time. Last breath or two. Grab your brick, come up to all fours position. Grab the wood brick. Then take the wood brick on its lowest and widest between your palms and you bring your elbows and forearms to the floor. So you stay in all fours, but now your elbows and forearms are part of it. And you're squeezing the brick on its lowest and widest between your palms. You squeeze, you crush that brick. So what I want to do in this little drill we're going to do is to create a relationship to center and then maintain that as we try to make a little bit of length and challenge balance. Bring your awareness to where your neck meets your upper back. Slight lift and broadening there. So you inhabit your upper back and shoulder blades. Stay here happily. This is work. Or tuck your toes. Arms stay put, but the rest of the body does down dog. Arms stay put, but the rest of the body does down dog. More likely than not, you might have to walk the feet a tiny bit in. Emphasize the lift of the hips and butt up and back. You might have to bend your knees to achieve that. Crush the brick between your palms, not between your thumbs or index fingers, between your palms. Maybe raise the heels high to emphasize that length. Can you crush the brick? Can you crush the floor? Good. Drop your knees, sit back, child's pose or seated. Short rest, just breathe wide, breathe slow. And we'll challenge our balance with that in another moment. So in a moment, we will do leg lifts. You can do them from the position we were just in, or you can do them from all fours and just keep the other knee on the floor. You can still do a leg lift if you want to. Come back to the starting point. All fours, but elbows are down, brick between your palms. Crush the brick. Broaden in between shoulder blades. Create that relationship. Stay or rest a body does down dog while arms stay put. Rest of body does down dog while arms stay put. If you're in that down dog shape, you might have to walk your feet a little bit forward. Feet here. Raise the heels high. Option in either position, slowly lift the right leg. 
Try to keep the hips level and find height and length all the way up through your toes. Get as much height as you can, even through the bottom foot. Good. Slowly change. Other leg lifts. Have a few breaths. You're crushing the brick. You're staying connected to center. Good. Foot down. Knees drop. Rest and recover. Another 20, 30 seconds. Slow, deep breath. Forehead pressure. Wide. Wide lung, wide rib. Even if you want to like be the most amazing yoga elite athlete, you still have to learn to soften and recover. Otherwise, you'll burn out really quick. Okay. Then, as if it was the beginning of the class, just slowly move the brick away, come up to all fours, and pause. Good. Come up to downward facing dog. Because it's familiar, we'll start with this first. Step or hop through to seated and set up for boat pose. Hold the back of your thighs definitely and tip back. Knees remain bent definitely. Find balance and you can allow the spine to round a little bit. So abdominals can help. Widen the knees and then reach the arms forward so your outer arm can touch the inner knee. And then the knees try to move in the direction of the armpit. And they keep squeezing in and in and in until nothing happens anymore. Make little stop signs with the hands. Round the back. Knees crush arms and you balance. Have another breath. Good. Cross the legs. However you want to get back, downward facing dog. So that was our first Bakasana crow pose. You can also make that your second one in a moment if you want and skip the next option. Let's just walk the hands back towards the feet. Take a few breaths just to breathe out, feel gravity. Roll yourself up slowly. Step two-thirds of the way forward so you have some mat in front of you. Get feet together or close for your deep squat. And we are going to go all the way down and heels might lift. They will probably lift. Inhale, arms up, butt back. And you just go, 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 go until heels lift. Then allow knees to widen and then set the arms down. From here, feet are together or close. Keep walking the arms forward until you can get really in between the legs and the knees can contact your outer upper arm or the back of your upper arm. Don't rush because we're taking our time. Choose a point to look at that's in front of you. Tip the weight forward so heels lift and squeeze your knees into your arms. Keep tipping the weight forward until elbows are over wrists, elbows are bending. You can stay with this or you can raise a foot or two. Stay with this or raise a foot or two. Take another breath. 
then just bring the feet down and pause. Bring the feet down and pause. All right, so now we know the setup. You can do that same setup again, or you revert back to balancing on your butt and doing the core work like we just did a moment ago. So either on your hands or on your butt, Bakasana Crow Pose, play with it on your own. A few more attempts. You can alternate feet or you can lift feet, where if both feet are up, you straighten your arms. If both feet are up and you feel strong in shoulders, maybe you hop back by widening elbows. Everyone, let's meet back, downward facing dog. And if you are profoundly disappointed with yourself, take a moment to assess that and the humor of that. Raise the right leg up into the air. Step through to high lunge, but hands in prayer, center of chest. Okay. Things got a little serious with the arm balance. So you're just up in your high lunge, hands in prayer, center of chest. You can be upright. Push the hands together so you have a little physical focus. Remind yourself why you practice. Keep that in the power of your hands. Lean forward about 45 degrees. Create a long line from back heel all the way through the top of your head. Stay happily here, and you can do arm variations in a second. Or don't come up yet, but come up to warrior three by straightening the front leg slowly to lift the back leg. All right, so when you're ready, straighten the front leg slowly to lift the back leg. Or keep the back foot on the ground. Keep the chest a little higher than the hips and level out the hips. In either position, hands can stay put or reach backwards or forwards. Can you create a little back bend in upper chest? Can mid-back be long? Good. Slowly float back high lunge. Arms rise up and back. Very good, everyone. Then downward facing dog. Raise the left leg up into the air. Create a long line. Keep working on length. Come forward to high lunge, hands in prayer, center of chest. So have this moment of focus, all right? So, you know, we're working on slightly tougher things. So create the physical focus, the push. Create a focal point you can look at and reaffirm why you practice. Don't come up yet. We take our time. Lean forward about 45 degrees so it feels like a long line through the body. Don't come up yet. If you're going to come up... Straighten the front leg to slowly lift the back leg. Or you stay in the lunge and you work on arm variations. Lift the chest a little higher than the hips in that warrior three. Reach the arms back or forward. Good. Last little bit. And then step back. High lunge. Arms up. And then back to down dog. Is that a cramp or something more? Okay. Okay. Come down to see me for a moment. You will have three options. They build on what you just did. So option one is you will start the same way. You will step forward to a lunge, but this time hands stay down. Hands will go a little forward and you will lift the back leg. Feel free to have the hands on your bolster or whatever you have. You will try to do warrior three, but with hands on the ground. So back leg is high, hips are level, 
or trying to be torso lengthening forward or trying to do so. You do that, or you shift the weight a little bit more forward, you lift the heel. Or you shift weight a little bit more forward, you flatten the palms. You might have to bend the standing leg. You shift weight a little bit more forward into the hands on exhale and rock forward and back. Or as you rock, you hop. Or as you rock, you hop and softly switch. Okay, so you can softly switch legs. To be able to do that, you have to shift weight forward. So that's the whole game. Whatever shape you're in, trying to lengthen the spine forward, trying to shift weight a little forward. Deal? Everyone have an option? Downward facing dog. Don't rush. When you rush, you'll get crazy. Just by the the breath mechanics. Raise the right leg up. Take your time. Step through to the runner's lunge, hands on the floor. So we've been making this shape a lot. Walk the hands a little forward. Lift the back leg. Feel free to have the hands on the floor and fingertips or props and things. Then don't rush. Just try to do warrior three. Torso lengthens forward, back leg long. Stay or raise the heel of the foot you're standing on. Stay or flatten the palms ahead of you. Stay or rock the weight or hop or hop switch. Okay? If you're hop switch, try to keep the weight going forward. And just do that four or five times, rocking forward and back or breathing where you are or hopping. So everyone has something. Last one or so. Good. And then back to downward facing dog. Very nice. The fun with the hop switch is sort of like as you switch, you're in handstand for a second and you haven't realized it. And that's the fun of it. Okay. Before we get to hopping, we have a long way to go. Okay, so take your time. Raise the left leg up. Step through to your runner's lunge. We're in no rush. No rush. Walk the hands a little forward, lift the back leg. Try to make a warrior three shape with your hands on the ground. Feel free to use props underneath hands. Level out hips, lengthen spine. Stay happily here or raise the heel of the bottom foot. Stay or flatten the palms, stay or rock, stay or rock and hop, stay or rock, hop and switch. You have five or six rounds of breath. Try to land as soft as you can, which means you got to shift the weight forward. Last couple. Good. And then back to downward facing dog. Then do whatever will make you feel sane. Is it down dog? Is it child's pose? Is it a slow vinyasa? What will make you feel sane? Okay. So stay as you are. That was our practicing active inversion. But I want you to have an inversion because we're doing a bit of everything tonight. So we're going to do a mellow one, and it can be super mellow. So come up so I can explain options. Option one, standing wide-legged forward fold, as much propage as you need for your head to come down to something. So I have a block and a brick now underneath my head, so I'm fully supported in my forward fold. My head is below my heart. I'm in an inversion. Option two, with a brick or a bolster, you come up into a supported bridge. If it's a brick, it's low. 
and then legs can go up. They should feel effortless. If it feels effortful, you can just have the feet on the floor, knees bent. Option three is I practice headstand all the time. It's no big deal. I'm not going to fall over. It's not a stressful event. I'm not trying to prove anything. I do headstand. Okay? So option one, standing wide-legged, something underneath your head. Build it up. It can be a skyscraper. Option two, bolster a brick underneath you and bridge, legs straight up, or legs bent on the ground, supported bridge. Option three, no big deal, headstand. Two minutes. I will help anyone who feels lost. And that's now everyone's getting their inversion. And I love seeing people do different things. Those of you with legs up, if it doesn't feel quite effortless, maybe try the bolster instead. Sometimes it's a little bit more agreeable. Or slightly move the legs forward or back or bend them a little bit more or less until you feel effortless. And I'm going to be quiet. Try to make it as mellow as it can be for you. But that's the stage we're in. So I'll be quiet for the next 30, 45 seconds. If you need my help, just let me know. First to come out is anyone who's already like, dying to come out. Second to come out, headstands, and then you do child's pose. Then standing wide-legged forward fold, don't come out quickly. Take lots of time. Once you're up, the head's the last thing to come. And then you just look at a still point for a few breaths. Those of you lying down with legs up, Come down to bent legs on the floor first and pause. Those of you whose legs are wide, scoot them back together slowly. Those of you on the floor, lift off of whatever you're on, take it away, take a few breaths on the floor. And then when you feel composed, we meet in down dog or child's pose. Step the right foot outside the right hand. Drop the back knee. Feel free to double the mat underneath the back knee. Make sure the right foot is nice and wide. Also, depending on your bones, you might like to turn the right foot and thigh a little bit out, keeping the foot on the ground so you can play with that. 
Left hand on floor or brick, right hand lower back, start a twist to the right. Stay here, dropping the hips a little forward and down. Option, back foot rises heel to bum. This is where you might want to fold the mat differently. Right hand can reach back, grab the foot. If it doesn't grab the foot, you can just work the active engagement of lifting the foot up, or you can not worry about it and bring the foot back down. Lean back into it. If you're holding the foot, you have two options, both of which are interesting. You can pull the foot in with the hand, or you can push the foot away, and then you can observe what that does to your unique body. Left hand can stay put, or maybe you come down to left forearm if you have more space in your flexibility and want to explore it. If the left forearm has come down, walk the left hand in the direction of the right foot. Maybe it makes contact. If you're close to the floor, slightly resist it. Like there's a little bit of hot coal action on the floor you want to get away from. Good. All right. Don't rush out of it. Downward facing dog. Note that you know, we're, we're not doing hoppy things anymore. We're trying to slow down. So take that tone with yourself. Step the left foot outside the left hand. Drop the back knee. Foot wide is nice. Depending on the shape of your bones, you might want to turn the thigh or foot out or in. Left hand lower back. Start your twist. Drop the hips a little forward and down without like total collapse. Stay or back heel to butt. And then maybe you reach to grab the foot. If it doesn't make it there, you can just be fine with that. Or you can bring the foot back down. As you hold the foot, if you hold the foot, you can pull it in or push it away. If you're happy on right hand, stay. If you want to explore right forearm, you do. And even though we're in the sort of softer bit, make sure it doesn't feel floppy. If you're very close to the floor, just slightly lift away. So there's a little bit of strength. Good. All right. Downward facing dog. It's your last down dog. Most of the time we've been talking about finding length and spines, which is a basic yoga principle, which leads into a lot of energetic movements and subtle body stuff if you want to explore that. But the basic principle is we're trying to make a sensation of length. So find that last couple breaths and down dog. Hips up, shoulders forward, but a little sense of energy and power. Okay. Slowly come through to sit, lie on your back, knees bent. Lie down, knees bent. First, have a little check-in with yourself. See how up your nervous system is from the active work, because it will stimulate it. If you are close to your bedtime and you know it's hard for you to down-regulate, maybe you think, all right, I don't need to do anything more that's active. But if that's not a big deal for you and you want to do active backbends, set up for bridge or wheel. If you think, I need to mellow out, Grab your brick, block, or bolster, and you can do a supported bridge. 
So you bring that stuff underneath your sacrum. All right, so now's the time. Come up active bridge or active wheel or supported bridge with block, brick, or bolster. First active pose you're exploring. So have a little bit of playfulness figuring out your foot position, your hand position. And then don't fatigue out on the first one. Come down, take a few breaths. Those of you on the support, you can be on high, medium, or low. Make sure lower back has an arch. Make sure there is a sensation of lift at the chest. Second round active. If you're not there, you can play with that. If anyone wants my ankles or help, let me know. In any of these shapes, think. Usually when I'm sitting at a desk, my front body is squashed. So now I can enjoy letting the hips, the chest open. And that supported shape, you can feel your arms heavy to the floor, top of shoulders falling down, maybe palms open to the ceiling. Come down out of that second round or so. You can do one more if you have it in you. If not, you can do a supported. Last little bit of time. Bridge, wheel, or supported bridge. If you're on that support, stay with it. If you're active, just come down, rest, feeling your natural curves against the floor. We've been on quite a little journey. If you're on a support, slowly lift off of it, move it away, and come down. We'll just do a simple twist. So knees bent, arms in a T-shape or cactus shape. Make sure you're off the brick unless you've chosen to stay there longer. Knees bent, feet on the floor, arms in a T-shape, cactus shape. Let the knees come a little bit up into you and then over to the right in a twist. So they fall, they can stay staggered or they can stack or wrap. If you feel uneven, you can scoot that left hip a little bit back into center. Let it be simple. If you want to turn your head to uh, the opposite direction to the knees, because some of you have gone different places, just lift the head a little bit so when you turn the head, you fall clear on center line. Okay. Okay. And then just move through center, go the other way. So nothing too fussy tonight, just... A lot of variety. Okay. And then let's come back to center and we'll set up for our little hip and glute stretch. So feet on the floor, knees bent. Start by bringing right ankle to left thigh. So it's a big open cross of leg. Left foot can still be on the floor at this point. I just want you to see, even though it'll seem obvious, look at the leg orientation and you can see your right ankle on the left thigh. That's a point you can push into, you can activate. And you can also see your right knee can push forward towards the front of the room. We'll do both of those things in a moment. 
Stay as you are or hug the left thigh or shin in. Make sure your pelvis, your lower back, your hips, whatever you're going to feel, feels even side to side and your teeth are parted and that the hold of the leg in is sustainable. Now, remember, we found those points we can press into. So first point is the right ankle into the left thigh. Just push the ankle into the thigh. That's it. Just push the ankle into the thigh. So it's sort of forcing you to internally rotate a little bit, but you can't really because you're hugging the left thigh in or you're locked into place with the foot on the floor. Push the right ankle into the left thigh. That's it. One more breath. Keep the same position, but no longer push the ankle into the thigh. Push the right knee and right thigh towards the front of the room. So we sort of move to the other side. The right thigh, right knee pushes away towards the front of the room. And that gives us a different sensation in hip you can pay attention to. Check in with the evenness of your pelvis on the ground, shoulders on the ground. All right. Slowly let go. Let's switch sides. Left ankle to right thigh. You can have the foot on the floor. Know that you can push into ankle or you can push into thigh and knee. Hug the right thigh or shin in if you want or keep the foot on the floor. Firstly, just make sure your teeth are parted. You haven't rolled to one side over the other. You feel centered. Push the left ankle into the right thigh. That's it. Just push the left ankle into the right thigh. But because you're hugging the right thigh in, it can't move. Push the left ankle into the right thigh. As teeth part and you breathe with some sort of slow pattern. Okay. Keep the same shape, but now it's the left knee and thigh that pushes forward. It's the left knee and thigh that pushes forward. So it tries to deepen the sensation. As you do that, again, make sure you haven't rolled to one side over the other. We want to keep this clean and honest. Okay, and then both feet on the ground, breathe in and out. Hug the knees in or happy baby. Keep the head and shoulders pretty much down. Feel free to put a purple block behind your head if head feels uncomfortable or everything feels awkward. And then once you get any of those wiggles out, because that's sort of habit, Stop and just be and let breath be the movement. Let breath be what's exploring and moving about your body. Okay. Slowly come down and set up for your shavasana. You have a bolster, you have a blanket. You can use the bolster underneath your knees or across your torso. Use the blanket behind your head or over some part of you. Or you can sit to meditate or any comfortable restorative shape. And before we go quiet, we will do a little breathing together. Get yourself as comfortable as you can on a wooden floor. We're going to do some breathing together. It is a technique that 
usually uses the hands, but we're not using the hands. Hands can stay put on the ground or wherever they are. So breathe in through both nostrils. Slowly breathe out through both nostrils. Do that one more time. In and out. With your imagination, close your left nostril and breathe in through your right. Close the right nostril. Breathe out through the left, all through your imagination. Breathe in through the left. And then breathe out through the right. Breathe in through the right. Breathe out through the left. Go side to side, slowly as you can. A few more rounds. If it's helping ground you, stick with it. Or slowly let that go. No big deal if something distracts you. You just keep returning to the practice of rest in a world that might be chaotic. Practicing rest. And we'll stay together, supporting each other a little bit of time.
Take a couple slow breaths. And then loads of time to roll to your side first if you're on your back. And then up to seated, eyes closed or looking down. Bring your hands on your torso, resting or in a prayer or any mudra. Reaffirm why it is you practice. Dedicate some of its benefits, its merits to those who might need it as well. Maybe people you know or people you don't know. Make sure you share what you learn, what you feel, and how you grow. Let's support each other by breathing together. Big breath in. Slow release. Bow or simply touch the ground. Feel where you are. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check out more at adamyogapodcast.com and please leave a review wherever it is that you listen. Listen.